0: So this has been one of the most requested podcasts. This has been the story that people always want to listen to. They always want to hear the story. In my journey, I get DMs about it. I've you know, been asked to make a full episode on this. Uh, I've done a preview of it in a previous podcast episode. And so here it is, the story of me at college and how I came about leaving it and going 100% in on my freelance business and what the impacts were of that good and awful and what I learned from the whole process, how that impacted my journey. So let's get right into it. Can't we think of more soul-guided, passion, purpose-filled actions to do than go down the path of having a school qualification And then getting a job from that? Surely there's more to do in life than that. How about you actually take talents and skills and you apply that in a real life scenario where you're actually helping a company or adding value and changing someone's life? Like, it's just ridiculous, that thought that came into my head of like, I don't even need these qualifications. I was doing a, uh, I'll get into this obviously more as the story develops, but I was doing graphic design at college, so, so it all starts at the beginning of my journey when I first discovered entrepreneurship. It was a guy called Tanner J. Fox who does Amazon FBA. Um, over in America, he was honestly one of the most um, huge sort of influences in that space. He blew up pretty much overnight. It was a very big like explosion of this Amazon FBA thing, and I was just obsessed with his stuff. And from watching him, it got me into that whole space. It got me into the whole space of all the different entrepreneurs. It got me into the space of um, uh, building a business, of success, all of this sort of stuff. And I stumbled across a guy called Iman Gadzi. Now, if you know what uh, SMMA means, you'll know who Iman Gadzi is. So Social Media Marketing Agency... Um, Eman at the time was just honestly still is by the way actually let me rephrase that still is uh, an absolutely incredible guy he's about one or two years ahead uh, older than me and at the time I was about 16 getting into this I think he was 17 almost 18 around then and he was making YouTube videos about how much money he was making with his digital marketing agency how successful he was being at he hadn't even turned 18 yet and he was traveling the world doing um, consulting gigs, he was doing crazy monthly retainers, different things like that and obviously that's grown for him to make multiple millions now and at a time he was the main guy that unlocked everything for me with my own journey because at the time was when I had been freelancing for Uh, maybe a year sort of getting into it I was learning in the consuming phase of building a business so I was looking for people to learn from and I found someone who is literally no older than me really who's done so much and in my head it was just big unlock of like well if he can I can and just a side note that's what I want for you guys like I'm 18 I've done incredible things. There's obviously so much more I want to achieve, don't get me wrong. I'm not even 1% to where I want to be. But I hope I can be that unlock for you as well, because literally, like, there's nothing special about the background I've come from. I've just been on this progression journey of learning, putting in some action and building this incredible business that I've got with JGI Branding. So it was the same for Iman at the time. And I came to learn that his agency was doing really well, he was so focused and committed to entrepreneurship, that he actually left his high school, which was freaking nuts, like, <laughs> I can't even imagine that, in the UK, by the way, you've got to be in education till you're 18, and after your high school, you've got like a sixth form, which is years 12 and 13, or you can go to a college, which is like a free college, not like America, and that's like the two years extra after high school before you turn 18. So he freaking dropped out in high school, like secondary school for the UK lot, which is just unbelievable. And he was telling the story about it. He was talking through how he did it, why he did it. <laughs> and you you already know where this is going. Um Boy, oh boy, did that inspire me to want to quit as well, (laughs) to want to be able to actually do my own thing. The main point that he really, really charged me with that just filled me with that light bulb moment of like, I can actually do this too, is the idea that for the path we're on, for the path you're on, you listen to this right now, the path you're on is not a path that needs school qualifications. Like, aren't our minds bigger than that? I was working with Infinite Prosperity with Lewis Mocker and Amy Sangster and JVH, of course. And I was getting loads of sales calls booked. I was getting loads of opportunities come through, people who wanted to work with me, um calls I'd already had with potential clients who we were pretty much ready to to get going. we talked about what needs doing, how we're gonna do it, payment, different things like that, and you know, I was just so, so excited. I was so buzzing to visualize the fact that if I leave after this year one and I don't enroll in year two, like I'm doing so amazing. I've got incredible clients. I'm doing so much good work with freelancing and all these opportunities are pouring in. I think I had like four or five huge potential clients payment wise and project wise. It was a massive opportunity. So, Here's what, here's what happened after year one. I remember sending my teacher an email basically just saying like over the holidays, I've been thinking um, everything I'm doing with freelancing, opportunities I'm having, like I don't want to come back for year two. I just want to leave and I want to focus on it 100%. Uh, I remember saying I can just see the time spent at college taken away from the time I can spend on my business so i send that email across just out of the blue it was it was pretty crazy actually now i'm thinking about it this this whole story was crazy um, but again that's the benefit like when you're charged from within your soul and you're guided towards your purpose and that north star of where you want to go you do crazy shit like this because that's what feels right that's what your gut is telling you so i get an email back my teacher wants me to come in and have a discussion with her about what I'm actually going on about. What has my crazy ass been thinking? Wanting to leave college and not do year two. So, of course, that's what I do. I go in and we have a, we have a talk and she just asked me loads of questions. She was essentially... and By the way, just to preface all of this, my teacher was amazing. I, I genuinely loved having her as a teacher um, for my course super super positive amazingly talented as well um, as a graphic designer so she was you know I did look up to her and she was so helpful and supportive of my journey Um, so when we had that discussion you know she was just testing am like am I actually ready to leave college and have the knowledge to be able to build this business and so I totally understood that and I was just obviously answering the questions I was Talking about my plans and my goals for everything, the clients that I'd got lined up, I told her about all the, um, the prospects that I'd have, I'd had sales calls with, and so yeah, I just sort of outlined it for her, and unfortunately, this is where the story takes a little twist. We go and sit in her office because there's just some little work I have to do. Um, Actually, I mean this is another funny story. Um, My branding is all over that college. (laughs) So there was a competition, just a little side story. There was a competition for the catering company within the college who do all the food, do all the, um, you know, different things like that. Uh, There was a competition within our graphic design department to rebrand them. And so obviously I was like, well, I'm the freaking king of branding. You know, I had that confidence. Let's do this. I'm ready to go. So what I made them... Um, actually won. I won the competition out of everyone in the graphics department. And now my logo and the, the branding is all over the college because their catering company has stuff everywhere. So that's an amazing little story. So basically, she wanted me to come in the office and just tweak a logo variation. They've got some different different sectors. They've got like catering, cafe, staff, Different things like that. So, um, yeah, that's what I did in the office. And when we we're in there, um, she actually convinced me to stay. Now, this is a big twist on the story based on what I've told you so far, because I had so much confidence about leaving. You can imagine, like, she convinced you to stay. What? <laughs> that's that's weird. And yeah, basically like she just said the different ways we can work around um, time. How can I actually benefit from staying at college? I can do my projects there for clients. I can actually do the work um, at college, which would have been cool. I can, there's certain assignments where I can link it to my business, like uh, logging, uh, logging stuff, like where you have to just journal um, projects and things. Like she said, I could talk about my business in that journal instead of the assignments we'd have to do at college. And so there was all these little workarounds and, you know, stupid me. I said, yes. I said, okay, uh, like, reluctantly, okay, I'll stay. I'll do it. Like, we'll do all the workarounds. I just want to have time to work on my business as well. And she's like, yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. You can do stuff here. Um, and so, yeah, I think that one, we left it there uh, where I um, left that day positive that I was going to, uh, remain at college for year two. And I think the, uh, the enrolment days were, uh, like a few weeks later or maybe a month later. I think that's why, cause I remember I definitely went in twice, um, to speak to my teacher. So that first time I think I left, um, sort of agreeing to her that I would stay. And so, as you can imagine, that time between this first meeting and obviously the enrolment process, where I would have to come back to the college again and sign all the forms, do all the bits and bobs uh, to, to enrol, during that time, I bet you can imagine what I did. I went back to Iman's video and I, I, I reached out to other business owners and entrepreneurs that I knew had done a similar thing and I straight said to them, like, you know, how can I leave? even though i said to my teacher as soon as i left that building i thought okay i might have just told her i'm staying but i remembered my my gut feeling just brought back all of that confidence back up and i was like no i'm not leave, uh, i'm not staying so that's what i did i went back and i found about all the all the different stories of people leaving what benefits they had from it can i do this how can i do this it wasn't a case of okay, you've got to stay now because you've agreed, it was like I had this goal in mind of I am leaving and it's like how can I make that happen, there was just no other option in my in my head at that point, so let's uh, skip to the day where we have to enrol and this is honestly, truth be told, the, the most crazy, we'll come back to that a little bit later, um, so yeah, He really inspired me, hearing his journey and his story of how he left college, uh, just gave me that, again, the unlock, like his age did for me, that I can do it too. And if he was so focused on getting insane results for his agency clients and building that up, then why would it be any different for me wanting to change people's branding and completely, you know, giving them an amazing design, uh, rebrand, a new face for their company, why is it any different and so as soon as that came into my head just like it did when I first made my first 11 pounds online where I was live streaming Um, I may have told this story before I was live streaming Call of Duty and on Twitch starting to build up that Um, for those of you don't know I had a whole brand around my gaming channel with Twitch streaming, YouTube, all of that. And so that first night I went live on Twitch, the first night I actually turned on donations and I got £11 in donations. Um, at the time, it was just, it was like getting a million dollar check. It was completely just a turning point for my journey of what I knew could be possible. And this moment was the same where, you, you know, Iman, someone who's basically my age, who's on the same path as me. He's following his passion. He's building a business like he left school. Like, why can't I? And so I can't remember the exact timings of this, but we'd finished year one. And so in year one, just a little recap of year one, doing graphic design, totally honest, it wasn't much different to what I'd been learning. For those of you who self-educate, who are buying courses, who are obsessively learning from video courses and mentors who are the leaders in that space for me it was the future with Chris Doe and uh, Matthew Encina and um oh, I've forgotten his name now there was another one Chris Doe's early friend um started the channel where it was actually called the school S K W O L. um you know that's what I was obsessively learning the hot my whole journey as a designer So when I got to do this college course and nothing was really different, I weren't really benefiting. I weren't getting any value out of it other than just having a great time with my mates. But at the end of the day, your college qualification is to (laughs) like add skills to your locker and everything we'd done. You know, I hate to sound like this, but everything I'd done, I'd already done at home. I'd already been learning this sort of stuff and that's just the benefits of self-education, I think it's a great thing, like if you can learn these skills without going to a college, that's incredible, that's so, so incredible, so after year one, I'd been obviously watching Iman Gadzi's videos, I'd been listening to other people as well, he has a friend called Adrian in the SMMA space, um, I actually saw both of these people and also Billy Harris, loads of Iman's team and his friends at the uh, um, Grow Your Agency event in London not so long ago last year um, which is amazing because Adrian was another person who told me his story on leaving college and after year one it was the summer I think I'd watched this video again about it and everything was happening in my business I was working with um, some amazing clients obviously spiritual day I've ever had because of the coincidence that happened every time I meditate and I think about my coincidence things that I'm grateful for I always think about this moment because it's just so bizarre how it happened so here's what happened I go back to enroll and before before we enroll there's like a certain time period where you have to sign all the forms and stuff it's like from the morning to four o'clock in the afternoon, I think it was, and before I went in, obviously I wanted to leave, so I went back and I had a a, a talk with my teacher again um, just literally told her everything like what do, I, I don't want to stay like I know I told you last time, but I really don't want to stay and she convinced me again, she convinced me again, I went in there with so much confidence, and then I just freaking lost it all, when she started explaining the different potential negative implications to that, what could go wrong if I left it, she basically, I know she was just doing it for, for my benefit, um, but she, and I had another teacher as well, another, a guy, um, I felt like that they were scaring me into staying and that's when I knew I had to leave because despite how young, despite how naive or unintelligent I may have been at that time, I had enough awareness to know that all successful people have got to take massive jumps, they've got to take risks, they've got to jump in the deep end, like yeah I'm gonna fucking fail, cool Like that's what I need to do to grow, and they were scaring me into staying, and that scaring made me look forward to leaving. Bring it on! Like I had that level of awareness, so unfortunately at the time, like I said, she swayed me again, and I said, "All right, let's go and fill out the forms. Like it will be okay. Um, I'll just have to just sort it out. I'll just have to make time to do it to do both things." So I go and fill out the forms. And I'm sitting there. She goes, go and sit over at this table. Um, I'll be over in a second with the forms. So she, the, the receptionist, my teacher has gone somewhere now. I don't know where she is. Um, but like the receptionist person who's dealing with all of the uh, forms that students are filling out. She's doing something behind the desk. She's getting all the forms ready. And she brings them over, ready for me to fill out with a pen. And, she, you know, here you go. Fill them out this, that, the other, um, and I just looked down at that paper, I'm going to tell you, it's like time stopped, Um, I looked down at that paper, and it's like starting an exam at a university for a degree in masters that you aren't even enrolled to, like, it, imagine doing a an exam on the hardest level of the Chinese language, or some quantum physics, mathematics, rubbish like that, it was like looking down at this paper, which literally had forms for like, what is your name, what is your date of birth, what do you want to enroll into, looking down at that felt like I was about to answer quantum physics questions, and it was the strangest feeling, like I had such a bad internal feeling when I got those forms in front of me, it was indescribable really, I just felt, it felt so wrong, like, I don't know if you've ever had this, I can't explain it, but it just felt so wrong, like, I shouldn't be filling out these forms, so I do it anyway, like, I'm filling out my name and stuff, and for some reason I can't remember what my name is, so it's taken me, like, two minutes to fill out my first name form, which is just stupid, um and I just really don't want to do this. I'm so like, I've just been hit with like lethargy. I can't write this form out. I I keep proceeding, but I'm like really slowly filling it out. Um, and I think I do all the forms. I call my teacher over. She's back from wherever she went now. And I ask her, is this everything? And she's like, yeah, let's go and take it to the woman. We'll hand it in and then we'll see you back next year. And she was super positive that i finally been convinced and we hand it over to the woman I stand up from the desk now um, and I hand it over very reluctantly and yeah she goes and files it away she's obviously filing it in like alphabetical order finding the right class the right enrollment course thing Um, and then she comes back and this bit's wild this is the bit I think about all the time she comes back and says sorry you're you're a couple of minutes late, you, you, you can't actually enrol now and honestly when I say this was the most life-changing moment I've ever had so far, like I don't even think I can describe the level of coincidence and guidance that that specific moment was, like literally I'm the fact that I'd been convinced twice to stay and i submitted and I said, yeah, I'll, I'll fill out the forms and I did it all. And I went and I had such a bad gut feeling. I can't, I need to emphasise that. something just felt dreadfully wrong about this. I went and handed it over and then she comes back and she's like, sorry, you're a couple minutes late. And it's literally like two or three minutes past 4 p.m which was the deadline. And as soon as that happened, I turned to my teacher and said, look, this is a sign that I shouldn't stay. I literally said that to her. She was like, no, 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 you're all good. It's fine. We'll sort you out. We'll do it another day. And I was like, no, like if there's ever been a sign that I'm not meant to stay after everything that we've done so far to keep me here, I'm not going to do it. I'm not staying. Um. And I just can't stuff like this. You just can't write that. There's, I believe in an infinite force somewhere in my higher self or in the spiritual realms. I don't know what it is, but that day I was not meant to enroll onto year two of college. Um, so we go back to our actual room where we do course, uh, we do our course and stuff, the graphics room with all the Macs and computers. And there's other, uh, classmates in there they're filling out their forms or they've just filled it out and they're just chilling in that room for a little bit before they go home and I, I just go in there and I sort of sit down with my teacher's there and she's like okay so what we're gonna do yeah just got to come back maybe tomorrow or another day and yeah we'll sort it out it'll be fine um and obviously you can imagine what happened so I leave then never coming back I'm not going to enroll. I don't care what happens. I'm not signing that paper um, because that was just such a it's like if there's ever been a more obvious sign from the universe where it's like literally smacking you in the face of like, don't join college next year, please um, focus on what you really want to do like it was not even, it was not even a subtle sign at that point, it was literally a massive smack in the face, you're not joining, so, and I need you to think about times when that's happened for you as well, like when have you had those signs, those synchronicities, those coincidences, I'm air quoting, because every coincidence is guidance from your higher self, from your spirit guides, from the people who know what's best for you, these coincidences are happening for you, for your growth, for your pro- progress of this fulfilled life. So, where are they happening in your life? How can you recognize them? How can you be aware of them? And how can you lean into them and get the benefits of these signs? What are they trying to tell you? What is that next step for you in your journey? So, that's what happened for me. And come round again, skip ahead in the timeline a little bit where. Um, this time it was a meeting between me, my teachers, both teachers by the way um, and <laughs> this is actually this is a little crazy bit I'll uh, I'll tell when we actually get there and my parent in this case my mum so we went for a meeting me two teachers um, both of which were obviously very high up <laughs> in the college um, and my mum. we got to college. I was obviously bricking it. I was so nervous because I knew what was about to go down. And we obviously sit down, let's have a chat, you know, what's going on. Um, and so I just said again, like everything that I want to do, I want to leave. I want to do freelancing full time. I've got all these opportunities. I've got so much going for me. And I just, I, I, I don't see year two of this college course being beneficial, and and i i recognize now that obviously it's such a naive thing to say such a um just a stupid thing to bring up to your teachers and there's probably better ways i could have gone about it but you can imagine the state i was in at the time of just pure conviction pure drive um just really really inspired to do the thing that i love doing so i don't regret it at all um and here's where it gets really bad here's where it gets really negative really low energy because my teachers are again they are trying to scare me out of leaving Um, and I have a hundred percent full respect for my teachers again don't get me wrong they were amazing people Um, they (laughs) they have amazing journeys of their own within design so they know what they're talking about they know exactly what they're talking about they were just trying to give me guidance um, but it was in the form of scare tactics, people are, uh, one of the teachers, the guy, um, asking me loads of questions about end of year taxes in April and shit like that, and I I was like, yeah, I, I've already done that, because I've been freelancing for years, like, and I say years, at a time, maybe one, one or two years, I'd already done tax returns and stuff, um, so when he was trying to scare me with stuff like that, I'm like, like, dude, come on, just, I need you to work with me here. Um, if not, it's going to be so awkward. And unfortunately, it became awkward because they weren't having it still. Um, and I, you know, I just said, after so much of what she was saying, both my teachers, um, you know, I just I just had to put my foot down a little bit and just say, look, I need to just do this. Um, I just really want to leave. I hope you can support me. Um, it's just what's going to happen you know, I wish I could remember the exact words, but it was definitely along those lines with that emotion. Um, I just, there was a, a definitely a point where we would, they were just sort of s- rambling on and I just stopped the conversation. Like, look, I really want to leave. And then after that, excuse me, after that, they were like, okay, we can see that's what you want to do. Um, if that's really, really what you want to do, then okay. Um, and then it ended in tears. Then it ended in My teacher getting upset. It ended in in me getting upset. But not because I was upset about the decision I was making. I was so happy about the decision I just made. But we were all sitting there. And the biggest thing that was hanging over my head is, have I just let down my teachers and my parents? We sat in that room and it felt like everyone hated me at that moment. It felt like... (laughs) At that point, I was sitting there, everyone in the room freaking hated me for what I'd just done. Like, I just killed a family member. Like, I've just made this decision, which, yes, is crazy, but it's for my own journey. And somehow it turned so negative where I just felt like, well, I didn't feel like... My mum really, really disliked me for a long time after I left because you know, it was just that sense of betrayal that I'd done this, like, and I'd gone against my parents' advice, and I'd gone against my teacher's advice, and they saw it as I'm throwing away this opportunity for free education, and leaving, uh, I mean, to tell you the rest of the story, in the room there, um, obviously, we're crying and stuff, we stand up, I hug my teacher, um, both of my teachers, they wish me the best, um, I also I know what they're thinking they're thinking this guy's crazy like what's he just done he's uh wasted a wasted a, his opportunity now they're they're asking me what's gonna happen if it goes wrong and I'm I, I told him it's not gonna go wrong I'm gonna make sure it works and they were like no but like what's your what's your plan b like what what are you gonna do um I was like but I'm gonna make it work and uh, in the end I was like well I've got a part-time job as well um, so, uh, I don't know, (laughs) um, and yeah, they were asking me stuff like that, and I, I have never felt more conviction in anything I've done to this day that I'm going to make this work, I have made it work, (laughs) it's probably going to fail again, and I'm going to make it work again, because this life of using my skills and my talents and my knowledge to serve human beings on this planet, In whatever shape or form, will never ever leave my soul ever. And I'm so proud and grateful that that gift has been given to me. So, in that moment when he said, What are you gonna do if this fails? I was like, What sort of ludicrous question is that? I'm not gonna make it fail. Why would I? I freaking love this. This is everything I've ever wanted to do. This is my dream life. This is my ultimate job. Um, And so, yeah after they asked me that, obviously, then we get to the crying bit, we're hugging, shaking hands, they wish me the best, um, and then we leave, my mum storms off ahead of me, I'm like, M- like, wait, wait for me, what's going on, why are you running away, like, like, for real, she stormed ahead of me, she was not in a good mood at all, crying, shouting at me, I can't believe what you've just done, and, that obviously puts me mentally in a very shit place, very, very bad place. Um, and so for the next couple of weeks, this is where the circle comes back round to the beginning, where you'll remember I said, I'm working with Infinite Prosperity, with Lewis Mocker, Amy Sangster, and I've got about four or five very large clients all lined up. We've had prospecting calls, we've had a sales call, And I'm ready to start a project with them very soon. We just need to sign the dotted line and get cracking with it. So here's what happens. Infinite prosperity ends. My biggest client, no longer a client. So I do a project for them. And maybe it was the work I did they didn't like or... You know, I, I never really know, but there was a thing where I did some branding work for um, their fashion line, Unemployed Apparel. And the logos, they they weren't a fan of the logos, I I think. That's what Amy told me. She sent me a big message saying, look, I'll take over from here. Um, we've got this covered. And I just absolutely felt so crushed. As a designer, you never, ever want to hear that sentence of, the client is going to do it themselves because what you've done is not good enough. And when I sent this over, I genuinely, genuinely thought this was my best work I've ever done. I put so much effort into it. The concepts were amazing. They're on my wall. I they, I still think it's amazing work. But the problem was I sent over sketches. I didn't make up each one as a vector and show them mock-ups of, uh, on fashion mock-ups of clothing I showed them sketches and what a big mistake that was because it's so impossible to visualize the end product if you show the client a sketch. So I get a message from Amy. We're going to take over from here. And that was the last I ever heard from Infinite Prosperity as a client. We'd been working for a few months. We've done so much social media stuff, uh, logos, bits and bobs, Facebook ads and That was it. My biggest client gone. Just like that. Just because I screwed up presenting the logo. And guess how many clients I had when we stopped working together? I had fucking zero. Infinite Prosperity was my only client, my biggest client at the time. And it's gone. Just like that. And obviously not long after they ended the company, of course. Um but I had been released before that. So what now? It's alright, I've got four or five sales calls. Let's just close these clients. We'll we'll start these projects and it'll be alright. One by one, I get messages from every single prospect that the project is not gonna go ahead. Literally one by fucking one. Even the ones that were literally We had the most amazing first call, and we're just about to get cracking. And it was a case of look, we're just going to go, we're going to speak to our partners or our marketing team, and we're going to come back. But yeah, it all sounds good to go, and we'll just give you that approval. Even one of the prospects like that, they came back and said, Look, we've decided to go elsewhere. And it was a similar situation with all the other clients. They just didn't want to work with me. And this bit's hard because I talk about this a lot. I talk about this being the hardest time of my journey so far. Um, and, and obviously going back there is, is not easy to revisit that. So I've left college. My parents hate me. My teachers hate me it's making me hate myself, I've lost my biggest and only client infinite prosperity because I screwed up, so now my fucking confidence is at an all-time low, all my prospects, all my sales calls that I was so positive were going to go through and I'd wrote down all the figures and it was going to be the biggest month yet of money and opportunity, every single one of those falls through now what, I I, I think every day after that, after this whole situation, um, I woke up every day just with disappointment, I started the day with self-hate, of just full of, full of disappointment, full of worry, full of zero confidence, what am I going to do? I don't know. It's a tough one. So yeah, that was pretty much my daily routine for a good eight months of waking up, trying to force myself to do journaling rituals, meditation rituals. Um, stay positive at the end of the day I had zero work my freelance business had gone from I was about to be full-time to nothing I was now not at college no education I just sacrificed you know whatever qualifications and you know that I just missed out on um and yeah it just felt like the whole weight of the world was on my shoulders and it was so so hard to get any motivation to do anything and I wanted stuff to happen I there, and again there was other stuff going on in different areas of my life um which I'm not really I I won't talk about too much um but just other disappointments um yeah just eight months of shit really eight months of shit, um, but I want to end this positively, I would definitely want to end this positively because this whole story guys, the the main lesson that I want to give to you guys from me leaving college and what happened was, die on your own sword, I love when Gary Vee says this, I'm not claiming this quote at all, die on your own sword is the concept of, look if I've left college and I've been responsible for that. And now everything's going wrong, so be it. Like, that's my responsibility. And if things are going to go wrong, I'd rather it go wrong on my watch because it means I can fix it. It means I can correct it. I can grow. I can bounce back. Like, yeah, it turned out to be the worst period ever after I left. I was ready to freaking scale. I was ready to. Start earning more than I could ever dream of, and then everything fell flat and it was just the most crushing feeling ever. but midway through that eight months, and obviously it was still rough the whole time, but during that time i I found something to give me enough drive to work on a solution and so what I did for Many, many months, many months of that time. And again, this eight month period I'm talking about is the time where I had zero clients. And so at the end of that was when I onboarded one of the most amazing people I've ever worked with. We recently stopped working together um, because we've done we've done so much together. Um, but there's just, you know, there's no more real opportunity. We've just stopped working together. So that's the time scale I found it during that time, I found it within me to work on a solution, you know, and again, this is all to do with the guidance of this natural soul-guided charge you have to make things work. I thought, how can I make my branding process the most streamlined, organized, systematic thing out of every single freelance brand designer in this universe? I literally spent months mapping out every little step in my process from my first email from the client to weeks after I delivered the files every step from onboarding from sending them a contract an invoice getting them onto Trello to our first call our strategy sessions the deliverables everything was mapped out all the softwares I would use from Trello to Dropbox from uh, Slack to Notion everything planned out I spent months on that. And it was because I told myself, look, I may not have landed these clients, they may have fell through. But next time I take on a client, boy, oh boy, am I going to make sure that I over deliver and that I give them the best experience I can. Because during that time, I, I, I looked internal, I realized with some self awareness, that I've got to be the best, I've got to deliver the best service, I've got to, Uh, create the most amazing stuff so during this time i was obviously creating infinite practice um, projects you'll see them on my wall behind me if you ever see uh, a selfie or an instagram story of mine um that's what i did i made my process just on a completely different level and i'm so happy about it it's one of the things that sets me apart it really is um in terms of organization and yeah after so long after a few months I got an opportunity to work actually when I said about the eight months period to get my client um, there was actually another opportunity a few months before that um, where an amazing lady called Sherry uh, came to me she wanted some help she was starting to do uh, Build some programs and things, and obviously I just redone my whole process, so I was ready to, uh, start um you know revealing all of this stuff and putting that into my business. So we said, all right, let's exchange services. So she did uh, marketing for me, and I did her branding, and that was my opportunity to ease myself back in, get my confidence back, and prove to myself what I'm capable of so at the time people thought I was crazy to not charge her but in my head I knew I didn't that co- literally, when I say my confidence went from 100 to zero when I left college and everything fell apart it genuinely did so I didn't want to charge for this I didn't feel confident at all and there's nothing I can change about that a lot of people say yeah but you should have charged like it's your time it's your service but I didn't have the confidence I like, I don't know what else to tell you. I didn't want to charge her. I didn't feel like I was worth it. Which is a stupid place to be in, but that's what had to happen for me to grow from it. So we go through the project together. It was amazing, honestly. I made sure I was so on the ball with every step of the project. I created amazing stuff. I was there to um be the best customer su- uh, service for her. And yeah, it was just an incredible time. So a few months later after that, I'm built, I'm obviously sharing case studies on my website and stuff from that, sharing content and and, and stuff from it. Um, I go on a live stream of Henry Kaminsky, the brand doctor, also known as Unique Designs. You may have heard of him. (laughs) He's huge in the branding space. I go on a live stream of his and I request to be in it. Um, and again, by some infinite miracle, uh, he gets me on. You know, he asks, "What's up?" And I just tell him, "Look, man, I, I've had zero clients for almost a year. What do I do? Like just complete desperation." And that's what that whole period was for me. Waking up, um, just disappointed, desperate, scraping at any opportunity. I did say uh, cold calls, which was just the most horrible experience. I was rubbish at them um i called emailed i just did anything i just wanted a client i just wanted to prove to myself that i didn't leave college for no reason because that's what it felt like i felt like a huge disappointment um so i get on this live stream anyway this is many months later get on uh, the live stream and i tell him and his advice to me was work on yourself self-development um and obviously for those of you who aren't into self-development that thought of starting it is like a is a weird thought You're like what's going to be the benefit of like writing my thoughts in a journal when I can just crack on with my work like why would I waste 10 minutes meditating when I can be getting on with projects and stuff but for once I was like actually maybe I should try something different to what I've been doing and I might see a different result and obviously that's the start of my freaking spiritual self-development journey I did exactly what he said. And again, another crazy coincidence. Nothing's a coincidence. Um, Crazy guidance. Someone was watching that live stream, Mr. Joe Gonzalez. He was watching the live stream. He saw the energy that I had and the passion that I had and everything I was saying to Henry. And then he reached out straight after the live stream and said, look, I want to do X, Y, Z can we work together? And he was a monthly retainer client for many, many months, half a year, maybe. Um, And as soon as I signed him on, I thought, okay, I'm back. The ball is rolling again. Let's get momentum back. Um, Yeah. And I'm just so thankful. It was phenomenal. I remember the feeling like when you sign that retainer client after having no work for so long, it's, just the most incredible feeling so Joe for some reason if you're watching this or listening um dude I appreciate you so much and everything we worked together on was just amazing you're doing obviously just infinite incredible stuff um with the the movement coaching that you're doing um changing lives so yeah I'm gonna wrap up the story here guys that was the positive end to all of that you know and again the biggest lesson for those of you who know what you want to do and you have that gut feeling that everyone has that intuition that you feel like don't ignore that because it's freaking trying to tell you it's your i'm reading the the start with why book by simon Sinek. it's your limbic brain this is what he explains uh the limbic brain is a part of your brain which controls freaking also i i don't know the science behind it um but it's that sort of unconscious intuition you have and you need to freaking follow it you need to go after that like if you don't you're going to be leaving so much on the table and that's what so many people are doing so you know i just for once decided to follow it and here we are today Um. so yeah so i hope you enjoyed the story i hope you enjoyed this podcast episode remember share it to a friend who might get some value out of this, uh, someone who might find this helpful or insightful. uh, And definitely send me a DM on Instagram and let me know what you thought. Um, I always love speaking to you guys. So thank you so much. I will see you in the next episode.